2: Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I feel spent for some reason. I, I've used all my energy for the first two hours of the program. I just, I don't know. Sorry to hear that. I left it all afield in the first half. Maybe I need to do that whole. Blood restriction thing Olympic athletes are doing. I'll tie rubber hands around my knees until my feet turn purple.
3: Well, if Hanson puts you in a chokehold. maybe that would work, because it's your brain that you need, right? You don't need an elbow. You don't have an elbow problem. You have a brain problem. So I think the only sensible solution is to choke you out. Decent point. Yeah. Uh, Well, I did briefly consider going to medical school. Uh, Speaking of killing things, for the first time ever, scientists have witnessed chimps killing gorillas. Yeah, I just read about that. It's, it's wild. Uh, yet another Blue City's hilariously wasteful effort to house the homeless. And you remember, uh, college athletes now can promote their own images and likenesses and their names. Uh, what that's worth? Holy cow! If you're part of a big uh, college football program, we might have our first seven-figure college athlete, and the guy's not really even played. I think
0: think it's much more likely we're going to have may already have our first seven figure college hottie athlete the play that you've never heard of who might not even be on the varsity team oh right that that's who's making the money uh, first off and nobody anticipated this because this is new for decades they've been arguing about whether college athletes should be able to make money um all of a sudden they can and you know who's jumped out of the gate the fastest those two hot twin Fresno girl basketball players from Fresno State, and then there's another, there's like a rower in the Northeast someplace that's got millions of followers. Those are the people that are making all the money.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have figured that out if you were looking at it the right way. I mean, you look at Instagram, for instance, or even Twitter. You got somebody on Twitter who has mildly interesting opinions, but they're fairly run-of-the-mill, but they got big boobies. They'll have 90,000 followers. (laughs) Thanks, Twitter! So... Anyway, uh, on a more uh, serious topic, and we will get to the other stuff uh, in a little bit. uh, Bill Malugin continues to do just fantastic award-winning reporting from the southern border. The U.S. is in an absolute immigration crisis, depending on how you look at it. As we discussed last hour, Democrats, Republicans, everybody behind the scenes actually loves illegal immigration. Because it provides you know voters perhaps on one side, cheap labor and props up our gigantic bloated overtaxed uh, social welfare it, safety nets. Isn't it
0: going to be quite the twist of history if what appears to be happening happens that Hispanics move toward the right because they are more the fa- they are more the right is more the, the Republicans are more the party of families and church. And a lot of the things that people crossing the border care about—hard work, working
3: hard instead of being on the dole—and want
0: to <laughs> be something. If Republicans end up with a hard-to-beat majorities because of illegal immigration all these years,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: When, when but, the re- the reason Democrats allow it is because they think it's every everybody that crosses the border is a, a voter for life.
3: Yeah, I don't think they're right. Uh, And and it just it absolutely bears repeating. If I'm in charge of the pyramid scheme, which is Social Security or Medicare, where it takes uh, quite a few active young workers to support one oldster because oldsters have a lot of expenses. Uh, and I see the uh, birth rate shrinking and the demographics changing. And now, instead of having that seven workers to support an oldster, now we're down to like four. And uh, and you see 2035 or whatever they're saying lately is uh, the the drop dead. Now we're broke uh, time for these big programs. I'm saying, wait a minute. Are you telling me you got millions of young, hardworking people who want to rush across the border and come and take jobs and contribute to Social Security? Let them in. Let them in. And that's what's happening. Anyway, what's then why the reality? Don't
0: they, well, why don't they say it out loud? That's what I don't like.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's that difficult to comprehend. Same as we've been arguing with Afghanistan. Just tell us, tell us what you are doing. Quit. We're not having babies. We need young workers to support the old folks. Here is the way the math works. What do you think?
0: And I, you would get you would easily get a majority on your side. This is how many people we meet need. This is who we're going to let in, and we're going to control it. It's the uncontrolled nature of it that pisses people off.
3: Yeah, I think they're afraid that they, they're they doing better this way than several possible outcomes if they were honest with the American people. They're thinking, why gamble? I think they're wrong. It's going fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's hard to say. But anyway, back to Bill Malugin of Fox News is doing great reporting down on the border. Clip number 10.
4: We're here in the Del Rio sector, one of the busiest. More than 900 apprehensions happening down here every single day. And we've seen a lot of activity this week, including today. A group of about four Haitian men allowed to just walk through the open border gate behind me into the United States with uh, no resistance whatsoever and just give themselves up to Border Patrol. And this is something we've witnessed literally all week long down here.
0: Kevin Williamson of um, I don't know who he's with officially. I think I read it in National Review, though. He uh, his thing is always, why would we want more poor
3: people? We got enough poor people already. Why would we want to let in more poor people? Well, because we're paying a lot of our poor people to stay home from work now. So we need uh, poor people who actually will work. Jeez, yeah, that's a good way yeah. to craft society. As I said, there needs to be a name for this economic system. You got the free market or capitalism, if you prefer. You have socialism, fascism. This is fuster where you pay a certain group to stay home, then then wink and, and turn a blind eye to millions rushing across your border against your so-called laws. There ought to be a name for this. But you got to throw in a little of this, too, because this is
0: also happening. You've got educated, skilled people from around the world that want to come here, and we make it impossible for them. you got to right. throw we that in. we beat the hell out of them, Fred. you, you got to yeah. throw that in, because that's an interesting wrinkle to the all the other stuff that you said could... Kind of makes sense, but then throw in the part where you don't let educated, skilled people from other countries come in. You make it impossible. Now tell me that makes sense.
4: Right,
3: right. It it could not be more idiotic, he says, fearful that they'll find a way to make it more idiotic.
4: <laughs> Clip number 11, roll on. I had a chance to talk to some of these guys, found out they're from all over the world. It's not just Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. Take a listen. The one. Ghana. 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 You're from Ghana. Brazil. You're from Brazil. You're from Haiti.
5: I'm, I'm gonna call
4: my lawyer. <laughs> ha, I won by just half a second.
5: I'm gonna call my lawyer.
3: Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> Ghana, I'm
0: going to. Ghana means going to. Ghana.
3: You know, we ought to play that whole tape again. That's one of my
0: favorite things we've <laughs> I ever played. I know.
3: A, a Russian teenage girl <laughs> explaining to uh, Russian citizens how to act like Americans so they won't be thrown in uh, Putin's secret uh, jails.
0: I'm gonna call my lawyer.
6: Ghana,
3: Ghana, I'm going to. Ghana is I'm going to.
6: Uh, All
3: right. All right. Clip number 12.
4: Right here in Del Rio this week, this man was arrested by Texas DPS. He is an active member of the Zetas cartel, an extremely dangerous Mexican drug cartel. State troopers found him walking on the side of the road. Thankfully, they were able to take him into custody before he got further into the U.S.
0: Immigration is the biggest failure of democracy that we've had. The reason I say that is because the numbers are overwhelming on how to solve this, it's so easily solvable. You look mm-hmm. at any of the polls; like eighty percent of people want to control the border. Like eighty percent of people are okay with having plenty of people come in and work. It's 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 just it's a it's a it's such a failure. It'd be easy to fix, but when you got both sides it, with with strong reasons not to fix it, it doesn't get fixed.
3: Right, right. The issue is what they love. They don't want to solve it. That's the last thing they want to do. And uh, I want to wrap up with this starting. uh, It's a couple of clips of Lindsey Graham in this one. He is uh, confronting Tom Vilsack, the socialist, uh, longtime Iowa politician, secretary of uh, agriculture, et cetera. Clip 14.
2: If we legalize one person under this program, which I've been historically for, how will it affect uh, border security? Will it be a run on the border? I don't believe so. In fact... You don't believe so? You don't believe that if we give legal status to hundreds of thousands of people without first securing the border, there won't be a rush on the border? I don't believe so. Why?
5: (laughs) Well, in large part because the people we're talking about within the ag workforce are people that have been here for a long period of time. Do you understand pull factors? I understand the nature of this workforce. I also understand that you understand
2: of the work. that if you give legal status to one person without first securing the border, you're going to have a run on the border ten times worse. No, than I don't believe do. so. You sir. don't believe that. You
3: know, this is why you don't idolize politicians. Any politicians. This is a guy, Tom Vilsack, who's willing to, in the face of. This onslaught on the border caused by the campaign rhetoric and then early policy uh, changes of the Biden administration. You've seen this spectacular flow of humanity to the border. In spite of that, Tom Filsack says, no, I don't, I don't think that sort of thing causes more uh, people at the border at all. No, no way. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, that that takes balls hmm. to say that. Well, he's a longtime uh, lying politician. Uh, Give me
2: 15, please. So what's happened here is that the Biden administration was put on notice right after the election that if you change Trump policies, if you stop building the wall, you go back to catch and release, allow people to come in and make an asylum claim, release them into the interior of the United States, we'll be overwhelmed and overrun. And they were right. And nobody in the Biden administration is adjusting. They're denying the truth. Yeah, I would say that sums it up uh, rather nicely. And you know, we're not here to make you depressed
3: or cynical or anything like that, but uh we also don't want to see
0: you it Sure seems w- like we are.
3: We don't want you dancing at the end of the strings of politicians who are pretending to care about these uh, issues and 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 making you dance back and forth and show up to vote uh, and 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 uh you know, give them money and the rest of it. Now, there are some people who are serious about uh, immigration reform. Just try to find those. Try to find the ones who are sincere about it, who've tried to do something about it.
0: So I looked up uh, the numbers again because these can't be repeated enough, and I wish Republicans would talk about it, but as we said, they're in on it too. Uh, Harvard-Harris poll. 81% of respondents considered immigration to be a serious problem. With 40- I'm sorry, you said 14%? 81 say it's a serious problem. Uh, of that crowd, 43% say it's a very serious problem and fifty five percent of people said that Biden should have left trump's policies in place a majority fifty five percent said Biden should have left Trump's policies in place. but if you take in any media, the idea of building the wall only crazy racist right winger evil storm the capital nut jobs think that
3: build bridges, not walls. Oh, my unicorn pooped Oh no oh. Good news, it's cotton candy. Unicorns poop cotton candy. Build bridges, not walls.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, 64% nearly two-thirds told the Harvard-Harris poll that the Biden administration needed to issue new stricter policies to reduce the flow of people across the border. Two-thirds of Americans believe that.
3: I don't know who this Harris is, but Harvard is liberal as hell. So I think uh, those numbers ain't, uh, you know, cooked up by some right-wing think tank. Right. Yeah, well, son of a gun, what are you going to do? Anywho. You're going to watch chimpanzees murder apes. That's what you're going to do. Jeez, that's brutal. And realize it's a planet of the chimps, and the chimp is an ape. I'm sorry, I said (laughs) ape. I meant gorillas. You got chimps murdering gorillas. This is ugly. It is. Yeah. Chimp will tear your head right off your neck, man, and spit down your throat. I don't know why it would, but it could. (laughs) Tear off your arm, beat you with the bloody end.
2: Exactly.
0: That's a exactly. worst. That's a Happens worst. all the time. I hate when that
1: happens.
2: No. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Well, this isn't good. Reports of in-flight disturbances are up
3: 500% this year. In-flight disturbances. Now airlines are having to be a little more aggressive, and they're
0: even adjusting their slogans. Take a look. American Airlines' new slogan is, we duct taped a lady. Don't think we won't do it again. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah. That's real. Also, Delta's new slogan is, now offering complimentary mouth
1: guards. I mean, that's... Wow. And finally, Frontier's new slogan is, we can't afford to press charges, so do whatever, bro. Go
0: <laughs> for it. The budget airline, can't afford to press charges. <laughs> do whatever. Um, uh, yeah, and, and Most of the, the, the kerfuffles are over masks, and don't throw away your masks. I have breaking news. Oh, Lord. Stay tuned. Do you want to do it now or what? It's up to you. Okay.
3: That's if it's really
0: breaking news. I'm getting a phone call from my doctor. I wonder why. I won't answer it. Couldn't be anything important. No. Um The Biden administration is reportedly discussing bringing back uh, nationwide mask mandates, urging it. They can't. The federal government can't make it happen. But the CDC recommending that states uh, urge mask wearing for vaccinated people. Vaccinated or not. Wear your masks again like it's last summer.
3: So. Whitmer, Cuomo, and Mussolini just got visibly aroused.
0: So is there science to back this up? Are there enough people that are vaccinated getting the COVID and spreading it that it makes sense to make us all wear masks again?
3: And critically, are they spreading it to people who will get seriously ill? And in what numbers? Because the numbers right now are tiny. You would never alter national policy for this number of people dying. We're just we're obsessed. We're we're uh, you uh, you know uh, just uh, we're we're fixated on COVID. Crazy. So chimps and gorillas uh, hang out together. In various places in in Africa. They have forever. And um, though both chimps and gorillas can be violent and territorial, usually when they fight, it's within their own groups. And they will, a chimp will kill another chimp, or usually it's groups of chimps.
0: Is a gorilla just a bigger chimp?
3: No. No, it's a different uh, species of animal. Okay. And I noticed in your text earlier, you referred to them as monkeys. They're not monkeys. Generally speaking, monkeys have tails, apes do not. They're all but monkeys. It, for, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the obscure Seinfeld reference, uh, but the uh, news research, new research details two fatal encounters in which wild chimpanzees attacked and killed gorillas. So normally they're hanging out, eating fruit together, whatever, and they'll greet each other. What's up, G. Orilla? I'm good, my chimpy buddy. My feces chucking pal, and and they get along just fine, very peacefully. But for the first two times they've observed chimps murdering apes. There's some speculation overmasking that it. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that there is some speculation that it might have to do with shrinking ecosystems and maybe even global warming or something like that. Uh, but both incidents took place on the outer boundaries of the chimps' territories. territory, and the main aggressors were adult male chimpanzees. Um, they observed the attacks from about 100 feet away, which is like, you know, uh, you know a little more close. than home plate to, to first base, but just a little bit more. Um, the first encounter lasting for 52 minutes. Oh, wow, that's gruesome. A 52-minute fight to the death. Um,
0: wow, I can't even imagine. I, I wouldn't
3: want to see it. Yeah, this is, uh, there was the chest beat, then there were screeches, then there, a group of 27 chimps attacked five gorillas. Oh, my God. The gorillas tried to f- defend themselves, but uh, to no avail. Oh, yeah, the, the rest of it's too grim, but uh, yeah. the animal kingdom, is a violent place. So, a bunch of us
0: texted, hey, did you see Joe Biden on CNN last night? He came off extra old. We'll play a couple of clips from that. Coming up next.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
6: Even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own.
5: And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is in fact uh, um, uh, is, is, is going to be? Uh, or excuse me, we 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 know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved but permanently approved. Woo! I have no idea wow. what he said.
0: I have no idea wow. what he just said there. That was a CNN town hall meeting last night. I don't know what he was talking about. There, here's a that little is more. not good. Here's a little more.
5: You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you seem. No, it works. Or you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or or or, or 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 the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you. are No, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were. There's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not, you know, who are the people they talked to beyond the kids who love talking about it? Woo! Turn on your turntable.
0: Oh, boy. No, yeah, that Venezuela. Was, that was one of those moments that if he had had during one of the debates, Trump would be president right now. But they gave him a shot of something to make his mind work better. Or he just got lucky that he didn't have one of those. Because if he'd
3: had one of those moments during the debate, honestly, I think Trump would have won. They, well,
5: they gave him a I big I, fat
3: shot in the ass and... I had a conversation the other day in which I was reminded that if second debate Trump had showed up for the first debate, instead of the, you know, super combative interrupting every word Trump, he would have won. Uh, but, you know, back to the real uh, problem
0: we got going on right here is our president is sold. <laughs> and his brain don't quite work as well as it used to. Right. There will be stories... And they'll either start coming out while he's president, or maybe they won't come out for 25 years because those secrets are held that long. But there are going to be stories of people in meetings that are going, whoa, you know it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. they, They have hallway conversations after meetings where they say, geez, that was something, wasn't it?
3: They have to have a 25th Amendment committee that kind of just hangs around the sidelines and keeps an eye on things and how they're going. Oh my and tries God. to figure out when the guy's completely incapacitated. Joe Getty
0: just invoked the 25th Amendment on Joe Biden. Oh, absolutely. Wow. I stand by my
3: comments. I think the guy is at the outer edges of uh, neurological uh, competence. Not his fault? No, absolutely not. And for national security purposes, I'm fine with it being kept quiet until we have to deal with it.
0: So, maybe this is as good a place to fit this in as anywhere. I just came across this uh, recently. Um, read Mrs. Dalloway by Virginia Woolf. It's one of those books that they make you read in high school or college or something. I don't know if I did or not. If I did, it never made an impact me on me at the time, but at my current age, it did. New York Times has a thing in their book review section where they ask people, what are books you should read before you're 40? What are books you shouldn't read until after you're 40? which I'd never really considered before but it's clearly true clearly true that there are uh, there are things that y- they make you read in college that they have no impact on you because you haven't had the life experience you haven't had kids you haven't grown old you haven't you haven't you just haven't had the life experience to get into them and then there are other books like I tried reading some Jack Kerouac at my current age you know a few years ago and it just seems stupid to me it seems <laughs> self-indulgent stupid and it was, like, really deep and meaningful to me when I was, like, 29. Huh. Just, you know, just where you are yeah. in life, I guess. Yeah,
3: sure. But anyway,
0: so this is from Mrs. Dalloway. Now, you've got to keep in mind that they're talking about people being in their 50s. This was written in 1925, I think. Back then, being in your 50s was more like being in your 70s now. So you need to recognize that. I mean, the whole 60 is the new 40s for real. My mom talks about it all the time. She said, when I was young, somebody's 60 was in an old folks' home. Wow. Wow. That's just, just, you know. Good Lord. Combination of health, attitudes, you know, starting adulthood. You know, you were married and had kids when you were 20. So just a lot of things were different. So excuse the age he is in this. Think more of like a 70-year-old than a 53-year-old. Because I often, I often, I don't want to sound cruel here, but I often see old people and I think, what gets you out of bed in the morning? And I, I wonder about that for myself, like when I'm that age. What's going to get me out of bed when I'm 75? What, what what do I enjoy? What do I look forward to? I mean, do you spend all... I, I, it doesn't seem like it, being around my parents or other old people. It doesn't seem like you spend all your time thinking, everything sucks now. Everything that's good happened before, and everything sucks in my life now. And people don't do that, but I can't quite understand why.
3: Human they don't connections. Feel that way. You know, it's about uh, the people you care about. I guess.
0: Well, this is. The, I came across this explanation, I think, in Mrs. Dalloway that I think explains it, and, 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 and I hope this is the direction that it goes for me and it must go for most people. I'll read this best I can. It's about one of the characters in the book. A terrible confession it was, he put on his hat again, but now, at the age of 53, one scarcely needed people anymore. Opposite of what Joe just said. People scarcely needed people anymore. Life itself, every moment of it every drop of it here this instant now in the sun in regent's park was enough too much indeed a whole lifetime was too short to bring it out now that one had acquired the power the full flavor to extract every ounce of pleasure every shade of meaning which both were so much more solid than they used to be and so much less personal now, i've read a, i've watched a couple of long explanations of what that just that paragraph means And, uh, you know, if you're older, maybe you can uh, chime in on the text line, uh, whether or not this has been for you, Um, that you reach an age, or it happens gradually over time, I suppose, to where you start to notice the world around you more than you ever did with you taken out of the mix. Because when we're younger, it's all about us. Sure. And by younger, I mean up until like age 70. But uh, it's all about us. Everything is how it affects us. You know, how is this good for me, bad for me, or whatever? And what he's explaining right there is it's not personal anymore. It's just observing the world. I'm just floating around in the world. I'm no longer, it no longer matters to me because most of my life has been lived. And there's just so much richness to the world here once I've extracted myself from it, which is kind of the opposite of what you might think. But Hmm. once you take your own needs and personality and everything out of it, and you just observe Humans and things and beasts and buildings and traffic and everything like that, that life becomes very rich and very interesting. I find that fascinating. Uh, I hope that that's the experience I have. That would explain to me um, how you can be quite old and still get a lot out of life. That's the first time I've ever seen explained that way anywhere in fiction or nonfiction.
3: Interesting thought. I used to regularly describe this uh, radio show as a trip to the human zoo.
0: <laughs> right. Maybe just watching the human zoo or uh, the regular zoo with animals or just, just watching the world be what it is without the, the freaking filter that is self, which is what yes. dominates us through so much of our lives. Um, our, You know, need to be loved, liked, respected, envied, whatever it is that drives us to buy things and do things and strive for this or that but once that is done according to this anyway uh, virginia wolf who you got to remember killed herself um <laughs> so maybe it wasn't working so well for her um uh that that's just what you get out of the world i don't know agree or disagree any thoughts on that text line four one five two nine five kftc gave me something to look forward to 415
3: 415- yeah, w- i'm sorry go ahead Four one five two nine five kftc I was just going to say, I was, I'm was. i thinking about the don't need people anymore. What, what exactly
0: was that line? He I, was I, walking out of a party and just how, and, and the party was all about the other stuff we were talking about, self. It was all about right. status and who knew who and who was wearing what and who drove what and all that crap that mm-hmm. dominates so much of your life.
3: Yeah. And he had reached
0: yeah. the age where just none of that crap mattered anymore.
3: Yeah, that I absolutely get. And that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about real, you know, connections between humans who care about each other and bring each other joy. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the point you don't give a damn about making any more money or a career or, or to some extent who's in office, depending, you know, on the politics of the time. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Of course, good stuff. Literature, you say. That author
0: Virginia Woolf put heavy rocks in her pockets and walked out into a river when she was in her
3: late fifties. So, well, I think it's possible to have wisdom and insight and also uh, crushing depression. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. No, no, absolutely not. She did it on purpose, right? She just didn't forget they were in her
0: pocket. No, no,
3: she did it on purpose. She just liked to carry rocks around in her pockets, and she liked to take walks in the ocean. Never occurred to her not to do both at once. She left a note for
0: her husband that said, I don't think anybody, any marriage has ever been happier than ours. I'm sorry I'm doing this to you, but I just can't go on anymore, and put heavy rocks in her pockets and walked out into a river.
3: Why, this is a cheery little story you
0: got here. It's a heck of a thing, though, isn't it? Yes! Who comes yes, up? and it's made me sad. Who comes up with that
3: idea? Thanks for making me sad. You don't have to be sad. You're not going to do it. I know I don't have to be sad. I am sad. Okay. Don't tell me how to be. <laughs> now I'm angry. Don't tell me not to be angry either. That would make me sad again. So, Albuquerque, New Mexico, trying to deal with the bums and junkies problem. No. Yet another unintentionally hilarious, we're going to take care of this. <laughs> nice try. Has
0: funny nobody asks this question has anybody had any luck with anything other than being harsh by not supporting the
3: bums and junkies has had anybody had any success with anything other than that i would like to address that very question because we have listeners who will email and say "Well, you guys are cruel and heartless and you never say exactly what we ought to do with these people i will answer your concerns uh-huh. probably not to your satisfaction <laughs> <laughs> but I will answer them if I can overcome the sadness Jack is inflicted on me. Coming up in moments.
2: Armstrong
5: and Getty.
6: The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: This is a free promo right here, but it is what its Chicken is. chicken Can I have, please, a 50-piece Mac Minis? 50, exactly. Okay. Not 51, none, Chick-a-lay. 49 Chicken Minis, yes. And um, let me have a large drink, no ice, half
0: Sprite, half lemonade. This
5: is how this is going
1: to be. Oh, my goodness. Go! Let's go! Let's go! Okay. Bird, see, 6 yeah. Bird, see, 6
0: so that's giannis, giannis can't pronounce his name the greek freak from the milwaukee bucks having just won the mvp in the uh in the nba championship driving through a chick-fil-a and fans recognize him and start cheering is that their zip code i mean their area code I suppose
3: that's what it is or his number? Or, or what is it?
0: Something? Yeah, It was
2: Bucks and
3: sixes. what they were chanting. Oh, Bucks and Six. Okay. Bucks and Six. Oh, I get it. Yeah, um, nice. uh,
0: one thing I want to mention about him is he is uh, refreshing in that he is one of those happy athletes that when I was a kid, they were all like happy athletes. And at some point, somebody decided that being angry was the thing you had to be all the time. And he's one of those smiling, happy guys again. And it's kind of... Uh, it's it, 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 it just seems weird because mostly it's you're mad all the time. Everything's angry and angry. I showed you. Duh, duh, duh. He's like happy. Hey, I scored. Woo!
3: This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Seems like a charming guy. <clears throat> the, uh, actually, do we have time for that? Yeah, the, the super hot new golfer, uh, who just won the British Open, uh, Colin Morikawa is, uh, he's the same way. Very bright, very ch- charming, friendly, kind of open hearted type guy. He could be a, a superstar. Uh, anyway, so I promised you this thought we'd deliver. We got this from an alert listener in the Albuquerque area. Closing in on six months after the tiny homes village opened its door to first homeless residents, the village as of Monday had a mere eight occupants. Five million dollars. Six months down the road, they got eight people there. Two other residents were there for a while, were removed from the village for being disruptive. The nearly $5 million project was designed with 30 standalone, 120-square-foot homes with communal buildings for toilets, showers, cooking, laundry, and meeting spaces. The occupancy of the village is capped at 40 and is expected to be fully occupied sooner or later. But again, six months in, they just have a handful of people.
0: The maximum occupancy is 40?
3: (laughs) Yeah, for $5 million. For $5 million, you're going to house 40 homeless people. Yeah. How do these things happen? So they recently did a, uh, this organization did a uh, survey and there seemed to be uh, roughly 1,600 homeless people in Albuquerque. Based on that number of homeless individuals, filling the 30 tiny homes might seem like a fairly easy task. It is not, said the activist uh, gal. The screening process for applicants has proven not only to be time consuming, but a bit too restrictive for many members of this difficult population. Let me guess. You can't do drugs or be drunk. And they kind of like their lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Applicants with addictions are required to be clean and sober for at least 10 days yeah, and remain in sorry, recovery. Sorry, that's not,
0: not interested in that. I like living out of here and uh, being
3: high all the time. You must not have any extreme behavioral or mental health issues and not be a registered sex offender or have been found guilty of a sex crime. Another problem, I'm sure. And again, you got to follow the rules. And of the sixteen hundred alleged homeless people there in Albuquerque, they've found eight so far. So, how much money? Get into the program.
0: How much money will taxpayers have to spend in various cities all across the country trying this experiment over and over again before uh, softheads finally recognize? Yeah, most of these people don't want to uh, live the life I live. They don't want to stay sober, look for a job, uh, get along with people, etc
3: right well and and gavin Mussolini of california just pledged to spend 12 billion dollars with a b in a year in california to finally solve the the bums and junkies problem here here's my cold reality as a realist virtually every decision we make every everything we do is caused by push factors and pull factors That's a really good job. The pay is good, and I hate my boss. There's a little pull factor and a little push factor. And not being a bum, not being a junkie, is more than just giving people pull factors hey we'll give you a happier life if you move out of the park and quit shooting up in front of kids and committing crimes and stealing bikes no there have to be push factors that's what the great blue experiment has proved to me anyway and as a guy i i am not a saint i am a guy who's battled the impulse to do the wrong thing or the self-indulgent thing my entire life and the way human beings actually are And and people at this point say, well, where are you going to put them, Joe? Don't you think that society owes them basic uh, housing, et cetera, et cetera? You know what? Just for the sake of ex- conducting my experiment, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say, okay, let's build dormitories or something. We can agree on what the basic housing is. Well, let's go ahead and build it. And then the other side of the equation is you enforce anti-vagrancy laws. You enforce anti-camping laws. You enforce don't take a crap on the sidewalk laws. Don't abuse drugs and public laws. Because that's those are the push factors that people say, see if this sounds familiar, I don't want to live like this anymore. Or you can just make it as easy and comfortable as possible and pour billions of dollars into making junkiedom as attractive as possible and then sit there with your jaw gape scratching your head saying, Why is the number increased?
0: Well, you kind of glossed over your setup there, the idea that housing is a human right, and I realize you were doing it for the to make a point, but Housing being a human right will not work for society. That, is, that, is, that, that would never fly. If we make no. housing a, a human right, that everybody is, uh, has a right to housing regardless of lifestyle, that's, that is an impossibility as a, as a way to structure society. That will not yeah, work. Yeah, you
3: will have an enormous population that is entirely dependent well, on the, their fellow taxpayers their entire you life. You
0: will very quickly run out of people that are willing to work and pay for the crowd that just wants the free housing.
3: Right, right. And getting back to the push and pull factors, people will only work for one of two reasons, to gain rewards or o- avoid punishment. And and it's, it's it's well, to avoid the punishment of being poverty-stricken and having no home. I've wondered this for so long. I'll never understand how uh,
0: lefties, I don't, I don't know what term to use because you know, I don't want to include all people that I don't want to include, but so many of you... Believe everybody's going to do the right thing. What what in your life experience has brought you to that? Didn't you have a college roommate, or you never worked with a guy, or you know you haven't known enough, known enough people that just freaking suck. They just they bad. They don't care about their job. They don't care about their kids. They don't care about how they spend their money. They don't they make don't make good decisions. Haven't you known people like that? Or they're is
3: apathetic. It, they're dishonest. They're predators. Or that sort of person.
0: Or is somehow miraculously in your life you've only come across. You know, people who make wise decisions want to do the right thing, but they keep getting screwed by bad breaks. Is that the only people? Because I haven't run into those people.
3: Yeah, well, there's an aspect of, of leftism in America these days which can never insist people take personal responsibility for their own lives, partly because it goes against their worldview and it goes against their view of government, that government ought to provide for people, as opposed to the more liberty-loving conservative point of view, that you are responsible for your own life. If you are truly unfortunate, we'll step in a little bit and help you.
0: Ah, well, another experiment, another town, Albuquerque this time. How many well, towns it, will have to
3: try this over and over again before we get get it? It reminds me of you know people up to uh, triple the poverty line, get government assistance on something. That's not the way I see government assistance uh, ought to be working. Big hour next hour. If you miss it, get the podcast Armstrong and Armstrong
2: and Getty.